Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Business Garage, the conversation. Yeah, if you're joining us for the, you've just joined right now, you're right on time for the conversation, you missed so much, but you can catch up after the service on our social media platforms where the video remains. But right now, thank you so much for joining us. We are here continuing with our series on, what are they called? Okay, that's what you remember from last week processes. But we are talking about effective business finances. Having business finances that are working. And those business finances are not only for the person who runs a business or a corporation with their name. But all of us are in business in one way or the other. To help us manage our finances well that we may thrive, which is what we all want. And we've been going through the book, Essential Practices for Church Finances. And we've realized that... That what, what, what happens in the church world is exactly the same, really, with a few changes as what happens in the business world because finances are finances. They do not have emotions. But right now, we continue. Last week, we were talking about the processes principle. And it was hot in here. People left with their heads a little bit, you know, disturbed. And we had great feedback from you guys, which has helped us, you know, be able to then craft today's conversation. We told you last week that today we are coming with the practicals, practicals. We are going to be talking, so what are these processes? Like literally, what do we do? But right now, I want you to first of all, make welcome our guest from last week, the man who loves processes, breathes processes, Mr. Alfred Agava from Acclaim Africa. Yeah, come on, give him some love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alf who loves to teach, welcome Alf. Hmm? The man loves to teach. Hmm? Teacher Thank Alf. You. Teacher Alf, you're welcome. You're looking sharp, looking good. We sent greetings to your designer back home. You're doing a good job. <laughs> so, here is the thing. Earlier on, um, I was having a chat with Alf, and he said to me that, you see, you don't start a business <laughs> to run financial processes. Which is true. And I think the people I represent, me here on Business Garage, I represent Omuntuwawansi. And those are people, those people actually, they're like, yeah, like, why are you making me do finances? Yeah, I just want to run a bakery. I'm passionate about selling clothes, Oh, I am passionate about selling gadgets. Now you're telling me you need to understand finance. Why must I? Like, what's the point of understanding financial processes? So you said no one starts a business just to run financial processes. So, Mr. Agaba, why then are financial processes important? Well, thank you. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning to those who are watching us. Why are financial processes important? Mm. I think first it's important for us to, uh, to appreciate that businesses have two major kinds of processes. Mm -hmm. There's what we call the core processes and what we call the support processes. 
Now, the core processes are those the, one, are the ones that represent the reason you set up the business. Mm -hmm. If it's a bakery, then those processes you're going to plan through the ingredients. I don't know which ones you plan for. <laughs> the ingredients that you're going to, then we shall put the dough, and then we shall in the oven, and then we shall... Those are your core processes mm. that have something to do with why you set up the business. Yes. Now the support processes mm. are the ones that hold up the core processes. Oh. If you don't have the support processes in place, the business is going to crash. Collapsion. Yes. So one of those processes that holds up the core processes is your financial processes. Oh. And that is why we are here to discuss financial processes. Wow. So much wisdom already when we've just begun. I love it. And that paints a picture because when you said that the financial processes are the support systems and support is important because then if those systems crash, no matter how passionate I am about the core, it's going down. It's going down. It's going down because no matter what we do, business equals profitability and profit equals money. So today, last week, we had people ask, saying, okay, 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 okay. I've understood I need processes. I've understood banange budgeting. When you talk about budgeting, some people just start yawning and feeling like their mental energy is being consumed. They've understood. But the cry was then, help me. Um, I'm here. I've started my business. I don't know what, how do you even, how, what, but budget in my head is this complex thing done by people who went and did a master's in business administration. Um, and then other things that you talked about, which I, I even me, I don't remember very well. <laughs> so Alf today graciously decided to come with a teaching aid. And I'm going to hand over right now to him. For the next maybe 10 minutes, I want you to sit with your notebook, your pen. We are going to be writing, drawing. I don't want you to go and say you don't remember what the man said. He is going to simplify and show us some of the core processes in finance that you need in a business and, and show you how you can start today, this morning, this afternoon, this, this morning, wherever you're watching from, how you can actually start to create a budget in simple, very simple terms, not the ones for masters in business administration. So I'd like you to pull out your pen, your notebook, or your iPad, wherever you're scribbling, because we are about to enter a classroom. Are you ready? Perfect. Over to you, Mr. Agaba. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thine cry hath been heard. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right, I get to do the thing I love, finally. You know, there's this one of sitting and interviewing, and then there's the one that I really love. Yeah. This one. <laughs> when I see flip charts, I get happy. Right, so what we're going to go through are the basics. It is not for people who have heavy, established businesses and all. No, it is those who are saying, but I am starting my thing. What exactly do I do through these processes that you talked about? So do you remember plan, do, check, act? act. You remember that one? Yes. Like a simple thing. Plan, do, check, act. So we also planned to carry out last week's event, which we did, and then we did the event, and then we checked to see what was the problem. Did people want us to change some things? Now we are acting. This cycle continues, eh? applied everywhere. Right, so since we're looking at financial processes, we're going to look at a little bit about financial 
planning just a little, and that's where your budgets are. What happens when you're doing? What happens when you're checking? And when you're acting? This is going to be very, very short. If you want the more detailed one, uh, there's a School of Leadership. You School can sign up. Business. School of Practical Business. You can sign up, which I facilitate a bit more in detail. So this one is just going to be um, highlights. I hope you can all see. So what I've come up here with is a simple budget, how your budget worksheet would look like, your plan, your plan bit. I'm hoping you've zoomed here and we can walk through us, um, this bit together. Now, let me use an example that I think is very common here. Today is garage. We have business garage, and then we'll have uh, the tin garage later on. We'll have um, the Luganda garage later on. We're going to try and budget for the drinks together. The drinks that uh, I hope they were drinks, but we're going to try and budget for the drinks uh, together. In case they're not there, then the, the guys who planned today will learn and they will budget for us for some drinks. Now, let's assume that you're going to buy sodas. I, I used to work with Coke, so allow me to... The item we're going to buy is what? Sodas. Okay. Now, that is item. There is something there called unit type. And I want to explain that because that is one of the most important bits when you're doing your budget. The unit type. The unit type answers the question, how do we pay for this item? We pay per what? Per bottle, per month, per person, per room, per what? When you're paying for it, you pay per what? So in case of our sodas, let's assume we're paying per bottle, right? Th those in here, you'll be saying per? Uh-huh, together. So let's say you're doing that per bottle. Okay? So far it's very simple, not so. Sodas per bottle. We are about to finish. Eh? The columns aren't many. You can see that we're moving well. Now, the third column here we have is the number of units that you're going to buy. The number of these units that you mentioned. If you say it per month, the number of months. If you say it per bottle, the number of bottles. Uh, how many people have, be, have we been allowed to bring here every garage? 200. Okay. Let's say we're going to have 200 drinks for everyone. Okay, we're still together? Right. The next thing here is frequency. Frequency. How many garage sessions are we going to have? There's business garage, that's one. There's going to be the Luganda one, that's two. There's going to be the teen, that is three. So how many times is this thing going to happen? Three times. Okay? You see, if you're budgeting and uh, you only budget for the business garage, then when it comes to the next one, you'll have missed it out. So you've got to think about all the things. We are planning, not so. Now, the next one is unit cost. The cost of this unit, which we call the unit type. What's the cost of this bottle? the cost of that unit. Let's assume it is 1,000 shillings. Okay, 1,000 shillings. 
We're about to finish, eh? They're simple, right? Very. Now, finally, you want to come up with your amount. And how that happens is you get the 200 bottles times. Here, if you have a calculator, you press times. If it's in Excel, you put a formula. Uh, if you have mental work, you use that. So 200 bottles times three services, that is 600 times 1,000 shillings, that gives you your 600,000 shillings. And that is your budget. Friends, all the different types of budgets you can create, this is how you're going to create them. Whether they're wedding budgets, budget for your home, budget for your business, budget for... This is how. This is the foundation. This is the basic. Now, normally we add a little column here at the end where we put notes. And you can say, not one. Because if someone comes and just looks at this, they'll see 200, 3, 1,000, 600,000. What does that mean? If someone didn't prepare that budget, it might not make sense. So you put not one, then you write here, one, uh, 200 bottles, three services, 1,000 shillings each. So that a person knows what you are trying to say because sometimes the figures don't say everything. That is all I'm going to talk about. The plan, I'm hoping you've picked that basic. I'm going to be a bit fast. I'm going to go to the do. Should I go? Let's go. All right. That was plan. So that is your budget worksheet. You can put this in Excel. You can put this in a book. You can put this on a, not on a paper because you lose it. But at least have a book um, where you can put it or you can do it in Excel. Now, after planning to buy a, um, to buy our sodas and do all those things, there is what we call our cash book. Now, our cash book is where we're going to record cash that is coming in to the organization and cash that is going to go out of the organization. These things are simple. Cash either comes in <laughs> or goes out. The this basics, is, yeah? This is now actual, right? Yes. Not what I plan to go out and come in. Uh-uh. Not what you planned, but okay. what has actually come in or gone out. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't used debit, credit, and oh, all now that. Now, why are you saying those words? Because they've had them. And they're going to start asking me, how about debit? Where is the debit? No, no, no. <laughs> we are writing in English, not in accounting. Because we're assuming we didn't, we didn't study accounts. Mm. All right. So you get something called a cash book. This is under your do. What happens when you are carrying out, implementing what you planned? So at some point, we'll be talking about the need for you to open a bank account, right? I hope it was wow. mentioned yesterday. <laughs> Was it mentioned? The bank it's account. Coming. Bank account. <laughs> so this cash book is supposed to be recording what is happening in your bank account. Mm. You either are paying out of your bank account or you're receiving money into your bank account. Now, this is what's going to happen here. We plan to buy sodas. We can use the same example. So today, today is, uh, what's, what's the date today? Third. Third. October. So you have a column here that says date. So third. October 21. Mm -hmm. What happened? We bought sodas. The space is small, so I will just put there bought sodas. Mm. Now there's an interesting 
column here that we have, it has by who and to who. Because the cash book is about either receiving or paying out to someone, either someone is paying us or we are paying, paying them. them. Okay. One of those two. So is it paid by so-and-so to us or is it paid to so-and-so mm, by us? Mm, mm. In this mm. case, we're buying the sodas from corner depot somewhere. Mm. Yeah? So let's say we are paying to corner, corner depot. depot. Allow me just use C as an abbreviation. Who are we paying to? Because it's important to know who did I pay? You know, or who did I receive from? Now, this column here where I've just put RT and PV, very, mm. very, this is one of the most important columns in this whole thing. That one. What is the, it? <laughs> So, RT is your receipt. Oh. PV <laughs> is your payment voucher. <sighs> Remember, we have said you are receiving or you're paying out. Mm. When you pay out, whenever you pay out, you must write a Arrow. payment voucher. Yes, sir. Whenever you receive, you must issue a, a receipt. receipt. Okay? Now, I want to go into what happens on a payment voucher, but it's really a document that just says, this is who we are paying, this is why we are paying them, it has been authorized, etc. Mm. If you're in Uganda and you just go to NASA Road and say, print for me a payment voucher, <laughs> they will print for you. Okay. If those who are watching from other countries go to the NASA Road of your country, <laughs> they will print for you a payment voucher. <laughs> okay? Okay. So, here we have paid out for the sodas, right? Mm. Are we going to have a receipt or a payment voucher? A payment voucher. A payment voucher. Thank you. Give her I'm a I'm so clever. It's okay. <laughs> now, the payment voucher book is pre-numbered. It has 001, 002, 003, ETC. It has to be independent from the next payment voucher number. So, let's assume this is our first payment. We will say we're paying out and it's payment voucher number 001. Why is this column very important? This is the connection between your cash book and your files. Because in your files somewhere, you'll have a payment voucher 001 that you will look at and it will come and speak to what is here. Lose this column and you will start searching. Where did I put this payment? What does this one relate to? This is very important. Okay, is money coming in or going out? Going out, sir. Money is going out. Okay. Our sodas, let's say we paid out 500,000 shillings. Mm. Okay. Let me just put K there. Okay. And then we have our balance column. In, out, balance. In, out, balance. In, out, balance. balance. Okay. Just for assumption's sake, assuming we started with the 1 million there. It should have been up here. And you have paid out 500. What mm. are you left with? 500. 500. Ah, these things are so simple. <laughs> so, you have paid out and that's your balance. You have to always have the balance to update the balance every oh. time. So that when you're next paying, you know how much I, how much I have. Mm. Another quick example, let's say same day, 3rd October 21, we have received... Mm. Now this is a church receiving a tithe. Eh? tithe. Okay, mm. tithe has been received. Eh? Mm. Received tithe from who? Maybe tithe number 
Now, if the tithe has come in, is it in out or in in? It is in in. Hey, it has come in. Someone said out. <laughs> uh, 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 th- th- these are the books of worship harvest now. Eh? These are not the bo- your books. These are in the books of worship harvest. It's receiving in. in. Mm. Let's say we have received um, uh, 900k. Mm. Yeah? Nothing out. We update our balance. We had 500k. We have received 900k. We now have... 1.4. 1.4. Friends, that is your cash book. So, wow. if you don't have money to buy a computer and put Excel, just draw lines. Get a black book and draw these lines. Okay. Yeah? Saying me, I've just started. Computers are expensive. They are 3.5 million each. It's okay. Buy a book at about 1,000. Mm. Mm, and draw these lines. <laughs> and the pen? How much is the pen? <laughs> You can use a pencil. <laughs> Don't use a pencil because there you can Editable keep, keep finances. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> so this bad. is how your cash book looks like. Mm. Now friends, every type of cash book, whether it is in QuickBooks or in Sage or in an ERP is based on this premise. Tongues. It's based on this premise. They just build on this. Mm-hmm. There are many other things, account things, account codes. I don't want to go there. Please don't. We are on OW. Mm. W. <laughs> okay. Last, third and last is um, third and last is we said plan. Do. Do. Check. Now we want to check. Oh. Okay. Is this on the same day? Is it on the I same day? I represent the people, sir. So, if all the things are on the same day. If what you budgeted for was for this event today, yes, yes, it can be same day, <laughs> because you planned uh-huh. to spend on the sodas mm-hmm. five hundred. I mean, six hundred thousand. Mm. You, 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 you paid. Let's say the account is soda account. Yes. Uh huh. That's why we record our bits. What did we have in our budget? Six hundred thousand. Not so. <laughs> when we paid out, how much did we pay? Five hundred. I hope you're remembering. You've been in the room. Okay. Now, some here do what they call percentage of budget. Others do variance. For now, let me use variance means the difference between this one and this one. When you hear variance. Minus. Minus. Okay. I don't want to use minus. Okay. So if your budget is 600,000 and the actual is 500,000, mm. let's use variance for now. Yes, your variance, variance is 100,000. 100, All mm. the difference is 100,000. Mm. There is here notes to explain. Now, we planned to buy our sodas at 600, but we paid 500. Mm. You Why? write that here to explain. Maybe the prices were lower, lower. than you thought they would be. Mm. Okay. What is that thing? This thing. Mm. We are checking. This whole thing, what is it called? The one you are... 
I'm being asked what is this thing called? Mm, we want to give it a Now, name. Now this thing here has very many names. Mama. But don't be intimidated by the names. Some will call it a budget monitoring report. Wowe. Others will call it a budget variance report. Mm. Others will call it budget versus actual. Others will call it different names. Checking. But what we are doing is we are checking mm. that what we planned and what actually happened, mm. want to know what exactly happened so we can act later on. Now we are about to get into act, which is related to this. Maybe the prices were lower. Mm. Maybe we got wind that the 200 people will not come and instead we budgeted for 150. But put the notes here mm. so that someone can act for next Sunday. Oh. If the prices were lower, your budget for next Sunday should not be 600,000. Mm. It should then be 500,000 because based on the past information, now you know that I can buy as much sodas at only 500,000 500. shillings. Mm. That's one way to check. <laughs> Someone has said, can they call it a checkbook? No. It's for checking. The checkbook is, is on the other side, the bank account we opened. Huh? Yeah. Now, now, one of the other ways to check is where you have things you've heard about called internal controls. Internal controls. You might have had them in the corridors somewhere. You might have had them being thrown all over. But internal controls are those things that you do to make sure that you safeguard your assets. By the way, you all do them. Mm. If you close your door at night, the, the outer door. At home. At home, eh? Mm. That is internal controls. Is it financial? What you're trying to do is to protect the assets in the house. When you're leaving your car, if you knock, if you lock it, and there's a laptop in the back seat. Eh, that's bad. That's bad also. Mm. Because what you've done is you've put a laptop there, you've tempted some people, mm. given them some thoughts, uh, and then they might uh, break into the, the car. But those are internal controls. When you put a password on a laptop, you are preventing <laughs> someone accessing. All that is things that check. When you have a CCTV camera, those are internal controls to see what is happening and check that nothing wrong is going on. Or if it is going on, then you take action. Mm. That is the end of our very short oh. plan to check act practically. Wow. Thank Come you. on, people. Let's appreciate the man. Those people who didn't like your math in school, today you've been delivered. People have been, have, you should see what's happening on YouTube. The comments are so hilarious. People are, are, are declaring in the name of Jesus, I like finances, I like mathematics, I like it so much. I mean... <laughs> Alf, you've really simplified what we think is complex. Uh, people have given the things names. If it helps you, uh, it's okay. Because people have decided they have the budget book. They have the mm -mm, cash book and the checkbook for checking. If that's what helps you to do your financial processes, it's okay. Someone, although is concerned about you, said they can use a black book and a pen. They want to know where the pen is. It is in in or out. <laughs> <laughs>
we, we, can, we can have some fun. Come on, come on, business garage. We can have some fun, but there's so much. People are so thankful here. People are saying Uganda is going to be loaded. They're even going to share this information with their shopkeepers. But my request is before you share with the shopkeeper, you first implement. So that when they ask you, you show them from your own black book what you have been doing. Uh, but also you can go back, rewind this video slowly at your pace, pause, take it back until you understand these things and you can practice them in the coming weeks and months to change and make better our financial practices. Thank you so much, Alf, for that information. And now we have Apostle Mose joining us, the leader at Momentum Leadership Group, a coach, yeah, an author of this amazing book that we are using through this series. By the way, if you haven't got it, or if you have someone you really care about who's running a business, or who just you want them to get, you know, to strengthen their finances, this is a great gift to give someone. It's simple. It has very relevant information for our context in Africa and beyond, and it is very practical. And it has details of some of the things that we've been talking about today. Welcome, Apostle. Would you like to send greetings? Well, well mm. I, I send <laughs> greetings to, to, to all the people who are going to draw lines in the book. You know, you can make, make it less tedious mm. if you start by buying a book which has already the horizontal lines, ruled book. Okay. So that you're only drawing vertical lines. Because if you're drawing both horizontal and, and vertical, vertical lines. <laughs> For three books. Be because you decided to buy rotor trim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you punch, and then you, you use strings to tie it together for your cash book. This wow. is getting worse. <laughs> yeah, but this is, this is really good. Yes. And, uh, for those who are at a, a, a slightly more advanced stage mm. of this thing and mm. you're not buying a book, etc. Your business is already running and you want to get things done the right way, please contact Acclaim Africa, Africa. Uh, where Alf is the CEO. Mm. We've contacted them many times and they've dug us out <laughs> of the Myri Clay. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, true. and they can set your feet on solid financial ground. True. Uh, the same way you've seen Alf teach, the, the, the gift that he has is mm. to take all this stuff that people throw around to scare us mm. and he makes it very simple, simple and easy to understand. Mm. So, yeah, that one, I wasn't paid to, to, <laughs> to, to say that on behalf of a claim. I'm just doing it on my own. Yeah, but think about the pen. I think pen is in in. It can also be in out. How does it enter in? You see, pen, mm. in. Don't, don't you say pen and out don't sound together? It's, you see that people who confuse us now, people are going to say, this one doesn't sound like it is in in. It, can it, we start afresh? Out. No, please, no. No, we promise we've understood. <laughs> uh, well, pen is out. Pen Thanks. is Yeah, yes. Pen is out. Now, Apostle Moses, for the sake of... Uh, so we've really, I've helped simplify. However, for some people at the moment, they see numbers, the brain, you know, just there's a shock system. Mm. And so they are recovering. Right now, they, they are having bad memories, being beaten by their math teacher for mental math. Eh? <laughs> um, and I remember my teacher, 
Yeah, for mental math. So when they see numbers, sometimes the heart starts beating square, and then... Square root. Yeah, square root. They are now imagining failure, failure, failure. So for their sake, much as they are going to rewind and understand like at the third time of watching Alf's thing, mm. when the, the, the nerves have come down, I want them to go also with something real today, which is not scary, where you can use words. Yeah. I'm going to repeat what I said last week. Mm. Yeah. Because I think it will start sinking it's for true. some people. Mm. Processes. One, mm. have a bank account. <laughs> yeah. Your, the drawer in your shop <laughs> is not a bank account. So what is a bank account? It is in the bank. <laughs> you go to the bank and you tell them, I want to open a bank account for my business. Uh-huh. Now, and then they will give you so many requirements. Yes. And those requirements are for your good because sometimes mm. people look at them as batulemesa. Mm. You know? No, they don't lemesa you. <laughs> Let me tell you, the bank wants your money more than you do. It's true. But by the time they are giving you all those requirements, they are also required to give them to you. Yes. But when you go through the process, the process of opening a bank account actually helps you see all the regulatory loopholes that you have in your own business. Mm. So by, by, because then you have to get a TIN number, then you have to get a trading license, etc. It is, it is. Yep. Now, for those who are like, for me, my thing is Sigiri Maze what? Mm. Really, that's a bridge too far. Yeah. At least open an account where you have an accountability partner uh-huh. and you open a joint account in the names of maybe two or three people mm-hmm. and that sort of is your acting bank account for your business. Mm-hmm. As you process the what? The, the real account. Yes. Why am I insisting on the account? Because you should not spend unbanked money. Wow. All your income should be banked. We are talking about businesses that are going to change the world. Okay. So if you want your thing to be operating here in your belt, <laughs> I'm not so sure that's what we are talking about. So all your income should be banked and only spend banked money. So that's one. Two, paper trail. Uh-huh. Every time money moves in the one direction, mm-hmm. a piece of paper signed oh. paper should okay. move in the opposite direction. Mm. Isn't, isn't that so, Alf? It should be signed. That RT. Uh-huh. Payment, <laughs> voucher, receipt. The PV, mm. the check, mm. the name it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, acknowledgement, what it, whatever happens, never. Every time you see that money is about to move, and mm. you're not seeing a paper coming this way, first stop and say, okay. "Wait a minute." They told us not to do this at business garage. Yes. And then do not let the money move if paper is not moving in the opposite direction. Yeah, and maybe just to confirm the reason for that, um, it's like if you go to the bank, even if you go to the bank and bank your money mm. there but they do not give you a small paper showing that you banked your money there. Mm-mm. The next day, if you go and say, I put my money in the bank, they can't deny. It's true. Yeah. Who did you give it to? When was that? That's why they give you a small paper showing you brought the money at this time, so-and-so is the one that received it. Mm. Your account now reads this. So mm. that's the day they deny. You pull out the deposit slip. And I know some people, they just... Throw crush it, it and throw it in the bin As they are before they leave the banking hall. Oops. 
<laughs> you see, don't, don't, don't do that. Because you can do that because you think it's 20K. Surely they can't die. One time it will be $20,000. Oh And you will walk out and crush it. And someone in the bank, maybe they, are, they have already been issued there. They are late of dismissal, but that's their last day of work. Oops. And they are figuring out how to quickly up, up their net worth before they leave. <laughs> yeah, so, always manage in one direction, signed paper in another. I want to direction. insist it has to be signed. Signed. Yeah, if it's not signed, it's the wrong thing. Then lastly, pre-allocation. Mm-hmm. Pre-allocation. Pre-allocation. Let me, let me even make sure that I'm using the right term. You know, even though I wrote the book. Predetermined allocations. Uh, yeah, predet- Thank you. Mm. Zoom. Mm-hmm. Predetermined allocations. Mm. That's the principle we discussed in the profit first principle. Yes. When money comes in, you should have already decided before it arrived that this percentage is going to that. This percentage is going to that. This percentage is going to that and that. Many years ago, <laughs> we used to bring all the money into one like chipot, you know. <laughs> yes, of course, sir. it's in an account, but assume it is like one good pot. Yeah. And then you're, you're getting like this. Mm. So as, as expenses are coming up, <laughs> yeah, this, that, that, that. So mm. we, we would meet in what we call the situation room <sighs> on Tuesday, Tuesday. afternoons. Mm. And then everyone will start making their case <laughs> for their location and why they needed the money that Sunday. And as usual, it was never enough. No. It was the most stressful two hours My of the week. Goodness. Haggling over the available money. Which location is taking what? what? ETC, ETC. That is until mm, mm. the last week. Mm. When in addition to all that haggling, haggling mm. you also have to pay salaries. salaries. <laughs> and then you are telling guys, do you want salaries or do you want money for your locations? Uh, <laughs> Choose. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Until it occurred to us, how much do we spend on salaries? Mm. I said, it's about 30% of our income. Mm. Every time you get money, take off the 30% send it to the account for salaries mm-hmm. so that at the end of the month, people are not haggling. Mm. And then we said, how much do we spend on operations? It's about 30%. Mm. So everyone, instead of meeting in one room and arguing with each other every week, <laughs> keep your 30% of operations mm. and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> if for you that this Sunday you feel you want balloons, eh, balloons, balloons. Kaloa, if you want uh, do, Juice instead of soda. Juice. Yeah, as long as you've paid for your venue <laughs> and you have equipment to run the service, the rest is up to you. Mm. But here is your 30%, mm. no more arguments. Mm-mm. And you said, how much money do we give out mm. as, a, as a ministry? We give out 10%, yes. we tithe 10%. Mm. Open an account, put money there. Mm. So that when it's time to give, you're not wondering the ha. people... God, we owe God X amount which we haven't given out to other churches and <laughs> ministries yet. Mm. And then we said, because we are if, if an organization that thinks about the future, mm. we should set aside 20% yes. for investment. And once you start putting it aside, then investment opportunities start coming. coming. So, 
just try it. Okay, just try it. Set aside percentages for different things based on your budget and uh, uh, your plan and uh, doing. Because the act is where you keep adjusting, adjusting. based on what you have discovered in, in checking. Mm-hmm. So that is going to take you far, 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 far. Yeah. Wow, I love it so much. It's so simple, right? You, when you walk away today, it's simple. It's do you have a bank account for your business or in this, the money of the tomatoes mixed with the money of the business and we are reacting to emergencies. Number two, do you have a paper trail for each amount of money that leaves the business or comes in? There must be a signed piece of paper, which is what we looked at earlier with ALF, which is the receipts, payment vouchers, and all those papers that show the evidence. Uh, you're not swearing. To say, ah, I swear, that's how much I spent. You don't have to swear. You show a paper which has no emotions, and it will show exactly what happened. And of course, have predetermined allocations. That is so critical for business people to determine today, before the money comes, where and when the emotions are not high, how much goes where, and for what purpose is it when we look at our plan and we look at what we, how we have been running so far. Because for different businesses, it's going to look different. It's not the exact same percentage across the board. And I love that these things even apply to our personal finances because you are a business. You are an entity. And also, if you run your finances this way, you're going to find that there is growth going on. So we have come to the end of Business Garage. I think this has been so practical, so helpful. Share this with friends, family. Help someone who is starting out. You can play this at your workplace tomorrow. It's available in your staff meeting. It can be a very practical that you can help people understand and simplify business finances so that we can all thrive. And I'm going to ask our panelists today or our guests for today, Apostle Mose and Alf, to give us a parting shot and then we will be closing right away. What would you like these people to remain? What do you want them to do today? Thank you very much. Mm. And thank you to those who are watching and listening. I mentioned last week that once we are done with these two sessions, but I won't be asking you to go and read another book. Not that, this one I'm hoping you already have. Eh? Mm. Yeah, But I'll be asking you to go and start. Go and try it out. Go and try it out. Uh, he, he likes to say it's easier to steer a, a vehicle that is moving. Yes. One that is stationary, you're trying to move it. No, So go and try these things out. Start them. Uh, get a, a, a few problems along the way, ask, uh-huh. you know, that is the, the checking. Eh? Yes. Check. But the thing is not working. That's checking it. And then get a bit more support and see how you, uh, you grow your business. And she's mentioned the same can happen for you at an individual level. If you've pre-allocated and the money, your salary lands on the account, immediately send the one that should go to yeah. investment there. Send the one that should go to uh, wherever it should go. Send it there. So that what you left with there is the one that you do whatever you want, what you said. <laughs> Chop the money. <laughs> but, but that whatever you want hopefully has a budget as well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, my parting shot would be the art of following. Mm. Everything you're trying to do, someone has already done it. Yes. And someone has succeeded at it. Mm. Don't lose your hard-earned money or don't, don't 
failed a business that is sustaining families that are being employed, etc., just because you don't know the simplest thing to succeed in life. I've found the, the key to success in life. Uh-huh. Follow someone who has done it. Find them, ask them, let them show you you are sorted. There is no need to fail at things other people have succeeded at. Wow. The only way you can do that is by not asking them. Uh-huh. So, once you start, you, you, I can guarantee you're going to run into a few issues. Yes. Immediately find someone who has succeeded and ask them. And if you're at a certain level of operations, that person would be uh, uh, acclaim Africa. Or other people, you know, here at Business Girls, that's why sometimes it's helpful to come live yes. because in the business lounge after, you can always contact people and ask questions. No one charges you for talking to them in the business lounge. No. But once you go to their office and you say you want to see the doctor, then ah. they say sign here. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Apostle Mose and Alfa. Why don't we give them some love here, live where we are. This has been so good, so helpful. Thank you so much, all of you joining us at the different locations, in your homes, online, on radio, on TV. It's always an honor for us to equip you and pass on what we know because we love to equip people to do better. Give us feedback. Let us know how this is helping you. Send us a message. Let us know. There's a number running on your screen right now. And by the way, the School of Practical Business Intake for 2022 is open. So if you've already done our School of Leadership, which is under Harvest Institute, if you finished year one, then you can join School of Practical Business. If you haven't, you can join School of Leadership 2022. Then in 2023, join School of Practical Business because School of Leadership is, is, is level one. Once you've passed that, we think you can go to the next level. Join us next year to go deeper on these matters and join other business people and strengthen what you have. But right now, I want to make an invitation to you. Listen, if you're watching us or listening in and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, everything we are talking out about today, he is so interested in your profit in life beyond only business and finance. And he wants to give you solutions and give you life in all its fullness. It's so simple. If today you, you are watching and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, I want you to make that decision today. I want to invite you into the fold and it's simple. I just want you to pray a simple prayer after me. Just pray this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, today I come. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Take my life and do something significant with it. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we know that you're born again. Welcome home. I'd like you to let us know that you made that decision. Send a message to this number 0775-642449. There's a pastor waiting to respond to you and connect you to a loving community to make sense of what has happened. Thank you again for joining us for Business Garage. We are here every single Sunday. 7.30 a.m. on the dot. There's more than just a conversation. Please join us. But we look forward to seeing you again right here on the same channels that you've been on at 9 a.m. for our main garage. And we are still talking about blessed to be a blessing. It concerns your finances and life. Join us. Bring a friend along at, in all our locations today. We are open for garage. We love you. We look forward to seeing you next week. You're blessed. Bye. 
you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555. Breaking every time.